Spirit by means of the power of intercession of the Immaculate Heart of Mary, thy well beloved spouse, and the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. <clears throat> Today, one week after the great feast of Pentecost, when we celebrate the birthday of the Church, the coming of the Holy Spirit upon Mary and the Apostles, the Church celebrates the great feast of the Holy Trinity. And in this feast, we profess our belief in the central mystery of our Catholic faith, that there is one God, but that in that God, that one God, there are three distinct individual persons, each of whom is God. Each is of the same divine substance. Each of them, the Father, Holy Spirit, are co-eternal. They always existed, had no beginning. Each is all-powerful, all-knowing, all-loving, all-merciful. When I explain the Trinity to our little ones preparing for their first confessions and first Holy Communion, I tell them that God the Father is God, God the Son is God, God the Holy Spirit is God, and God had no beginning. And then I ask I say, or ask, did God the Son come after God the Father? Usually they wrinkle their little brows and they think. Sometimes they get it right, sometimes they get it wrong. The answer is no. God the Son did not come after God the Father because if he did, he wouldn't be God because God has no beginning. The Father would be God is different than the Father would in human generation. So how do we understand and explain this most profound truth of our faith, this deep, unfathomable mystery that in the one true God there are three distinct individual persons, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. If you went to the seminary, to theology school, and spent a little year studying this truth, I'm going to give you the abbreviated version. Okay? Um, first of all, the three divine persons are not three different modes or manifestations of the one person in God. That is a heresy called modalism, which was condemned in the early centuries of the Church. Well, if they are really distinct persons, how are they distinct? The answer is by reason of their relation how they are related to each other. God the Father eternally begets the Son, generates Him. Just to use an analogy, because we, we know things of God by analogy with us, we beget words, ideas with our minds. We generate a notion with our mind of ourselves, for example. We don't know ourselves perfectly. God the Father knows Himself perfectly. And the knowledge that he has of himself, reflecting on who he is, is so perfect, it is another person. It is the Word. And that is why John's Gospel begins. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. And the Word became flesh. The Word is the Son. And God the Father always knew himself perfectly. The Word was always with God. God and the Word always 
also God. Where does the Holy Spirit come in? Well, between the Father and the Son for all eternity, there has been a love that has flowed between them. And that love is so perfect, it too is a person. The Holy Spirit is the fruit of the love that has flowed between the Father and the Son for all eternity. That person of love who proceeds from the mutual Father and the Son. And that's why we say in the Creed that the Holy Spirit proceeds from the Father and the Son. And that the Son is consubstantial with the Father. They are all God. God the Father is the origin of the Trinity because He begets, the Son is begotten. And this isn't a sequence in time, it is a sequence in logic. So now you understand the Trinity. Well, we try to understand it. We will never fully grasp it because God is infinite. And just a little story to make the point here. St. Augustine, one of the great minds of the Church, he wrote a book on the Trinity called De Trinitate, concerning the Trinity and the stories that he's walking along. I think it was the Mediterranean Sea, and he's trying to figure out the Trinity when he's writing this book, uh, grappling with this great mystery, and he notices a little boy who's taking a bucket and filling the bucket with water from the sea and putting it in a little hole in the sand. He keeps going back and forth, and St. Augustine finally, he, he's a little perturbed, and he says, little boy, what are you doing? And he says, I'm putting the water the sea into this hole. He said, well, don't you know that you can't fit all that water in that little hole? The little boy responds and says, and don't you know that you with your small, finite mind cannot grasp the infinite God? Augustine is taken back. He starts to walk away. He turns around. The boy isn't there. He understands that this was an angel telling him, don't worry, Augustine. You won't fully grasp God, not even in heaven, will be. There's another aspect to this mystery of the Trinity, and that concerns us. God has predestined us. Predestination is in the Catholic sense that God knows the future. Okay? God's out of time. He sees past, present, and future. God has predestined us, his creatures, to share in, to participate in his eternal life. And the sharing in his divine life begins with us at baptism. When original sin is washed away, we receive sanctifying grace in our soul. That's a share of God's life. And once that participation in God's life is in our soul, the Holy Spirit begins to dwell in us because the Holy Spirit is one with the Father and the Son. Well, God, the triune God, begins to dwell within us through sanctifying grace that share of God's life. We become literally temples of the living God, the triune God. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as his adopted sons and daughters. And, you know, we're called to holiness. The more holy we become, the more Christ-like we become, means that we share more deeply in that participation in divine life, that God dwells in us in a more excellent manner, and that redounds to our eternal joy and glory in heaven. We have to strive to become those saints that God wants us to be in order to be taken up into that, that very inner life of the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. God made us.
to know him, to love him, to serve him in this life, to be happy with him forever in the kingdom, where we will live fully that divine life of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit.